somewhere in space. This may all be happening right now. Hello and welcome to Star Wars Cannon Fodder, the Star Wars podcast about all things non-canonical like books, toys, games, and other legends of the Star Wars universe. I am your host, Brian West. With me is Aaron Sachs. Hi, ho. Miguel Silva. Hi. And special sometimes guest host, Pedro Silva. Hey, what is up? Hey, so I was just thinking... I don't want to ambush you, PD, but uh, <laughs> just mm-hmm. for a little intro, let's have you, let's say, rank the Star Wars movies from first to worst. Like all seven of them? All seven of them. All seven of them. Uh, from first to worst. I'm going to say Empire. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> I'm going to say Empire, Force <laughs> Awakens, Jedi, New Hope. Three, one, two. <laughs> oh wow! I can't handle your list, Petey. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You did at least follow Brian's framework of naming the movies because last time he got mad at me that I used numbers. Oh well. Yeah. I think I time for that. Actually, you, you used both. <laughs> shit gets messy, you know. Well, it's not. That I'm pretty sure everyone that this podcast applies to. <laughs> Didn't have any confusion with what I just said. Well, it was just that Meg at the time was framing it like, well... well wait, the, w- the first one's the fourth one? No, no, no. It was more like because he was using number places to describe it. So he's like, one is probably five, and two is probably... <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like a math word problem. But uh, yeah. anyway, that was, uh, that was a terrible ranking, Petey. Uh, let's get into the <laughs> <laughs> spoiler disclaimer. I thought it was reasonably, uh, yeah, fe- it was, fe- it was feasible. It, no, it, it works. It works fine for me. I just want to know the last time you watched Jedi. Uh, like probably, um, a couple weeks before Force Awakens came out. Okay. Mm. <sighs> That's not what this show's about, guys. Guys. You can learn about PD another day. Isn't it though? <laughs> Isn't it though? Sorry, the correct answer to that. Yeah. The correct answer to my question actually is uh, Caravan of Courage, then <laughs> Yeah. Then bring it yeah. back. Then Battle for Endor, yeah. then the Clone Wars animated movie. Yeah. I actually have not seen Battle for Endor. <laughs> oh, God, that thing is pretty bad. Sky Guy. Okay, spoiler disclaimer. There's going to be spoilers for all this crazy crap that we're talking about. So if you care about spoilers for things that don't count and are ridiculous, then you've been warned. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where else to go with that. Uh, Today we are talking about the infamous 1984 TV movie, The Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure. I wanted to start by asking you, let's start with you, Mig. Yeah. When when were you aware of this film's existence and when did you see it? So I probably saw it, I want to say I saw it maybe even... I'm pretty sure I saw Star Wars movies out of order. I'm pretty sure I saw it four, six, five when I was really little, mm-hmm. like five years old. And I want to say I might have seen this before Empire. Interesting. So I was probably like five or six. But I did. I was aware that Ewoks existed. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> before I, in the Star Wars universe, I should say, before I yeah. saw this movie, for sure. I I had to have seen uh, this movie before my parents got divorced, so that would have been in '89. <laughs> Shit got so, dark. Geez, real I know you took a dark turn on this, Aaron. <laughs> Some sometime sometime in the eighties. Okay. I, this it, between like my earliest Star Wars memories are unfortunately this and uh, the lightsaber duel in Empire. Hmm. Okay. So like the absolute peak of Star Wars. Yes. And, and yeah. it's absolute low, low Yeah, that point. stupid between the lightsaber duel and that stupid dreidel that low gray spins. <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah. It's a space dreidel. Petey, you just saw this movie today, right? Uh no, I'd seen it before though. I definitely <laughs> definitely saw it after the original trilogy though. Like okay. when I was growing up. I, I can't pinpoint when. Yeah, for me, this movie has almost always been because <laughs> I, I was born in 85 and didn't see Star Wars until 92. And I'm pretty sure I saw this and recorded it off TV when it was playing in syndication on the Disney Channel. So I saw this before I knew that it was related to Star Wars. It was just like... <laughs> A crazy adventure movie with like teddy bears, and I <laughs> loved it. <laughs> That's, like it, yeah. it's hard to even imagine. Like I watch it now, and it's so low quality, and it's so not entertaining. There's like a lot of sleeping in this movie. It's not. <laughs> it's not very exciting. <laughs> it's it's, it, it was. It was so hard to to watch when I first started because it's got that that same kind of thing that um the early episodes of Evangelion have where it's <laughs> go like, on <laughs> the screen, the, the screen is no, the screen is shaky and um, I mean, you, it's like hard, hard to focus on mm. everything. Should we just jump right into it? It starts with Burl Ives like narrating. <laughs> yeah. Good get. Yeah. The whole time I was like, this sounds like that Rudolph the reindeer, like claymation movie. And I don't remember this. And then at the end it's like, Oh, well it's the same guy. <laughs> I mean, if you think about, yeah. like, the world of narrators, he's got to be top five. Like, what, yeah. him, Morgan Freeman, <laughs> Sigourney Weaver. Well, now, yeah. And uh, Boris Karloff. Oprah. But, but uh, yeah, it certainly does. And he does, like, a almost a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Doesn't he say just something like, a long time ago on some planet or yeah. something? <laughs> in a magical forest on the forest. Yeah. Yeah. Does he say Forest Moon event? Like, uh, yeah, he they, does. Yeah, he's he he says they, they refer they refer to it as Endor as opposed to well, like they refer to the Forest Moon and Endor as the yeah. same thing. So what he says what meant, is, I just yeah. watched this today. What he says is a long time ago <laughs> in an enchanted, enchanted, enchanted forest <laughs> on the moon of Endor. What he meant was. In California somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. A long time ago in Marin County, which I, I did look it up. And, and to be fair, that goes for you know most of the Star Wars footage. But this is more well, so. No, like, most of it's in the Redwoods. This is really like in George Lucas's backyard, like in Marin yeah. County right there. I mean, they, it says they shot a little bit in the Redwoods, but for the most part, it was all the rest of it was Marin County. Yeah, that in was fact, confusing as a Star Wars fan. The geography of this 
place. Because <laughs> it starts off at least it it didn't match up with your uh, vision. Well, of it came out the force. It came movie. out yeah. It came out after Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. And it starts in like a, at a lake, like a lakeside cabin. <laughs> it's like, it, it does, and they yeah, have, yeah. I, so it was already very confusing. Okay, well, let's get into this thing chronologically. So the film opens basically with the Tawani and their family cruiser uh, crashing on the forest moon of Endor. And apparently the children are missing because there's just two parents with flashlights <laughs> screaming, Sindel, Mace, over and over again. Um, yeah. I don't know where they would have gone. That's never really explained. Um, and then <laughs> it's, oh, good. By it's the a way, cold open too. It's cool. It's like a bond, like a James Bond cold open. It's exactly, yeah, it's like, exactly like that. Movie. <laughs> uh, the parents' names are Jermit and Katerine. Mm-hmm. So Jermit and Katerine. Classic Star Wars yeah, names. They're searching for their kids and a big fucking giant shows up with like a Fu Manchu and uh, <laughs> right off the bat. abducts them. Yeah. And I'd still in my notes I wrote still terrifying. Yeah. The Gorax. <laughs> he is he is sexy and luxuriously <laughs> maned, but he is still terrifying. Yeah, we watched this at the time with uh my girlfriend and she was like, He has really nice hair. <laughs> <laughs> he does, he really does. I think it's pretty obvious he's the uh inspiration for Dannon. For who? Oh, See, I boy. thought he was the inspiration for, um, is it Mordak? Is that the villain King's from Quest She-Ra? From, yes, from King's Quest V. <laughs> well, I yes. likened him to um, the Mandarin from Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> so he's... He... All right, so we got Ganon, the Mandarin, and whoever you're thinking of from and something can we throw Hordak. a little bit of can we throw Hordak. a little bit of wharf from star about? trek just, yeah, sure. just in the mix there yeah i actually had yeah. a question when did this movie come out what year uh it came out in 1984 it was also shot in 1984 <laughs> is that before is it before or after <laughs> never ending story oh boy after i think never ending story 81 or 82 okay. maybe because that there's clear there's some clear like Oh, it's definitely in that vein. It's definitely an 80s fantasy movie more than it is a Star Wars movie. There's some like direct shots that are like might as well be taken from that. Oh, shit. Uh, Never ending story. 1984. Wild. Wild. So these things were just in the collective consciousness. I guess so. (laughs) There's like the shots of the when they're jumping ahead a little bit. There's the shots of like the, the super terrifying wolf monster. In this this movie, they're like shot exactly that the same so. as the, like the the wolves in Never Ending Story. So yeah, really I thought weird. the same thing. Oh yeah, it is kind of similar. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. So, guys. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> this movie's supposed to be rated G. That thing scared the yeah, shit. Yeah, that out thing's of my terrifying. <laughs> it's very terrifying. Oh my! And God. they kill it. They definitely they no. They kill put it. it to sleep. No, no he's dead. we'll get there. No, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. His mouth is smoking. That thing is dead. Yeah, he is dead. So, uh, after we get our little title shot, after our beautiful cold opening with a giant shows up like a minute into the film. (laughs) Yep. uh, Then we go to a scene where there's really just a lot of Ewoks speaking gibberish to each other. But (laughs) (laughs) 
the Deej Warwick, who is uh, Wicket's father, realizes that two of his children, Weechi and Whittle, <laughs> have gone missing. <laughs> Fucking yuck. And he busts out his skin glider to yes. search for them. I have a Dude, question. Yeah. Does he ever find his children? Uh, yeah, they're on the side of the hill, and he throws them a rope. Okay. A very old and dirty yeah, rope. Yeah, he throws them a really shitty rope. He doesn't just throw it at them, though. He navigates the shit out of that glider. Like, it's skin he's a, glider. He's a Please damn pro, it. dude. He, the skin glider. <laughs> it's a skin glider. He gets... He he's like, really makes good at like working a, his skin glider. Yeah. He it, makes it, like yeah. a 34-degree <laughs> turn towards a cliff face. <laughs> And then, like, hands them the rope and then gets away. Uh, well, I have a fucking amazing... Say 34-degree turn. I have a fucking amazing tidbit about the skin glider, which is that okay. that is real. That is a real glider and a real stuntman in an Ewok costume piloting that thing. Holy shit. It's, like, the only thing that they didn't do, like, a visual effect. That's 100% practical because George Lucas was like, Oh, why don't we have a, a real hang glider? Uh, oh, George? Like, George? Yeah. Is that you? What a f- that was that was fantastic. <laughs> My God. Uh, well, the power of myth. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, it's, yeah, that it's is, pretty incredible. That is real. Pretty good that's effect. I'm just saying that's it looks good. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, as we were saying, he does locate the children, and then on the way back, he sees the Star Cruiser, which has crashed, and uh, that's where we meet uh, Sindel. Okay, hold on real quick. When did Who watched? You watched it today, right, Petey? Mm-hmm. Did the, was it just me, or did the Ewok guy look, like, really aroused when he walks into that spaceship? <laughs> did anyone else write that in their Good notes? Good God, No. <laughs> It's hard to tell. I mean, they're they're so like emotionless because they didn't give him fucking moving mouths. <laughs> yeah, tongues. they can, their mouths can kind of wiggle, you know, but uh, they're not just, great. Like Wick, Wicket's got some movement in the mouth, but the other ones are just like a mask. Yeah, yeah he's just very excited. He like walks into the spaceship quite pleased. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know. There's a lot of like weird noises. The, 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 Ewok sound effects are definitely not up to par with how they were in Jedi, where there's a lot of like, <laughs> like weird, just groaning and moaning going on. It's really yeah. strange. Uh, I'd say the first 15 minutes of the movie are just weird grunts like that, right? Beyond the parents talking. Yeah, yeah. That's actually like. It's, yeah, it's grunting. <laughs> Grunting and burl That's actually like my like biggest complaint with this movie, like on an actual like critical <laughs> level, is like you look at a movie like Wall-E where it's like okay, you don't need any dialogue, everything's really expressive, you know exactly what's going on through these characters' heads. <laughs> this movie is the exact opposite. The opposite. Of that. <laughs> you don't. I don't know. But it there's there's actually stuff happening in Wall-E. Nothing happens in <laughs> oh, this. Plenty happens. Uh, they could have condensed the entire thing down into like less than ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we meet Sindel and, well, we'll meet Sindel and Mace in this scene. And this is sort of the first thing where you get, I mean, you pointed out the bad Ewok costumes, which are definitely like, they just had Ewok costumes left over and they just reused them. You know, they didn't do anything. They didn't touch up the masks, even though, you know, in Return of the Jedi, the Ewoks just had to be like teddy bears and run around. But in this, they actually have to carry a movie, but they didn't change the costumes at all. So it's just like leftovers. 
And even like Mace's costume is just like, oh, well, it's a X-Wing pilot uniform. We'll just hem it, you know, hem it at the legs to <laughs> yeah. make it his yeah, uniform. Sindel's basically Leia's uh, Yeah, uniform. she's wearing like Leia's, I, I call that Leia's diaper suit. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh <laughs> go on. Yeah. It's just a lot of everything in this movie is just like repurposed props and crap left over from other Star Wars movies. Yeah. yeah Which but does give it kind of like a neat sort of like backyard film feel. Like it almost feels like a movie made by kids. Mm-hmm. But in the best and worst ways. Mostly the worst. Mostly the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so get back to Mace. Also, he's a freaking psycho, like, out the gate. <laughs> yeah. His- First off, I didn't think that there was a worse actor in the Star Wars universe um, than Jake Lloyd, but it turns oh, out absolutely. there is. Dude, yeah, Mace is pretty good. You guys, uh, well, we'll get into So Mace is the actor that played Mace. Him and Warwick Davis were given cameras by George Lucas just to like introduce them to like the film biz. Uh-huh. And George Lucas just like, oh, here's some cameras. Uh, make your own movie about the movie. And so they shot uh, their own like documentary. What? Oh, wow. And it's on YouTube. <laughs> I can't wait for that. They talk about how terrible the fuck. Oh uh, no, they are having the time of their lives. And you talk to any everybody there, and they're just they think they're making like just the greatest. It's the new Star Wars movie, and it's just heaven. <laughs> and uh, that actor has gone on to write a book about making the Ewok movie called like Growing Up on Skywalker Ranch or something like that. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a fucking lawsuit. Uh, well. <laughs> He kickstarted it, and it was an overwhelming success. Yeah, I, I mean, if I would have known, I'd have backed it. And uh, to add to this insanity, what he does now for a living is he makes like ambient electronic music. Hell yeah, excellent! Wait, I want to hear that. Nice. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I'm totally on top. Yeah, his name bad. is Eric Walker, I believe. So look that up, and you can find just a wealth of gold. Excellent. But in his, yeah, in the little or copper, you know, which in the documentary that he made, his like audition tape for the movie is in there, mm-hmm. and he's doing like this monologue about like, it sounds like his mother is like locking herself in the bathroom because she has an abusive husband. What? It's Excellent. like this really serious thing, and he starts crying all crazy, and it's like, why was this necessary? I don't know, but. He has a pretty good monologue in the movie we'll get to later. <laughs> I mean, every I human character we need basically to... has a monologue. <laughs> what yeah. was Wicked's monologue? <laughs> He's not a human. He's not human. Gunda. They're animals, Brian. Yeah. Actually, well, no, no. Okay, because we should be talking about how this fits into like Star Wars canon and mythology. They're not animals because they have animals. Yeah, they definitely have They have like every animal it's actually, on Endor. It's actually really great, really topical right now. Zootopia, really popular movie, doing really well. I like that Sindel calls them furries in this movie. I took a screen yeah, cap. She, she calls them furries and it's really great. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, it did really bother me that there's it, they talk about like bears and there's a fair. Yeah, okay, I, I made a list. They have, there's like horses. There are horses. They have, like all these 
they have all these earthen uh, animals. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, they have horses, the goats, moon. llamas. There's a rabbit at one point, a ferret, and an owl. <laughs> and at one point, in right about where we're at, she actually says, "Like, no, oh, no, that's a horse." <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Like she knows yeah. what it is. That's not a star cruiser. That's, That's a, a horse. horse. And then behind them are like bell peppers <laughs> and like miscellaneous vegetables <laughs> in a bowl. <laughs> so yeah, uh, and I also guess, I, their their prop budget must have been <laughs> like abysmally small. Yeah, I don't know where this fits into like Star Wars mythology. We also have Mace calls them uh, mop faces and yeah. walking hairbrushes. I like mop. So faces. we know that in the Star Wars universe they have mops and hairbrushes. So is that like a racial slur for Ewoks? <laughs> I guess God. it definitely makes me it makes me a little uncomfortable saying it. I gotta say, yeah, I feel a little uncomfortable saying like you mop face. <laughs> <laughs> so this That's movie, really this movie was made for TV. Like, yeah, yeah, it was like, made for ABC. Okay. It's wild. Yeah, it was back when, you know, the movie of the week was still a, a really big deal on, on network television. So okay. this movie actually had really high ratings. It was the second highest rated thing on ABC for that whole year. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and it was, by the way, nominated for two Emmys. What? Oh, wow. Excellent. Wow. It was nominated for visual effects Emmy. And for outstanding children's program, <laughs> visual visual effects. <laughs> to be, I, I mean, those were some those were some high quality uh, strings that those yeah, spiders. Dude, had. those are the best. To, 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 to be, be fair, fair, though, Gorak is still decent. Yeah, to be fair, that that wolf thing looks really good. It looks it's a like, fun Harryhausen creature. Yeah, it looks I, like I, I was ridiculously thinking, good for this movie. I was thinking when during that scene that it's basically the same. I mean, it, the the way that it was animated, quote unquote, like with all the stop motion, it's basically the same as the Rancor. Yeah, so I didn't have like so much. It looked a little better than the Rancor, though, which is weird Whoa. to say. It yeah. like actually looked like out of place, weirdly good for this movie, like better than a lot of effects. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> our linear account of this movie is going all over the place. <laughs> well, there's not. I mean, there's no. There's no. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't miss anything. We missed some, like you said earlier, some Yeah, they find the starship. They find Sindel. Mace comes in waving his gun like a crazy maniac. (laughs) Yeah. And like shooting. Yeah. And then they disarm him. Yeah, somehow. And then he's like, okay, we're friends. And they go back to, they go back to. No, they go back like in binding. They're like in bondage. And then uh, that's true. Sindel, no, Mace does. Well, he does. They're both in like, they're both tied up. And then. No, no, she's not. When she gets sick. No, Sindel just walks in. Sindel walks in just like willy-nilly with them and says hi to Wicket. They meet and like hold hands. Like she's not tied up. They don't care. (laughs) Question. Does this movie take place before or after the Battle of Endor and Jedi? After. Yeah, see, that's... Why? That's one I think that's never like... Yeah, they never touch on that like in any way. I would say after because when Wicket meets Leia... In Jedi, he's like, "What the fuck is that?" This you know? is true. <laughs> and in this, I mean, they're defensive, but they're not like, "I've never seen anything like this before." Let's make it our god. Yeah. Well, but also they don't know how guns work, and you would think they would know how the guns work. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. 
it is confusing because then like the thing that confused me the most is they only have like they don't live in the village. They don't live in the Ewok village. Yeah. No, they <laughs> only like crazy room. shaman man does. They live in like Yeah, they live <laughs> They live in a yeah, they live in a cabin on a lake with horses and chickens. Yeah. yeah it's more like the village in um in that other Warwick Davis movie. <laughs> Willow. 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 Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But anyway, yeah, it's strange. And then they just when they have to see the shaman guy, they just reuse a shot from Jedi to like oh, yeah, exterior the shot. shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, there's a real well, bad Sin- matte painting in this movie. Sindel gets sick, and they like rub uh, bell pepper on her lips, <laughs> and yep. she gets better. And then they sleep as they do mm-hmm. often in this film. <laughs> they rub bell pepper on It looks on like a little lips? slice of bell pepper. It's No, it's a leaf that's supposed to have medicine inside of it, and they dip the, like, presumed, presumed liquid the into special it's fluid. Aloe vera. It's, yeah. it's aloe vera. I think they vera. say it's a special fluid. Yeah. What, what, uh, what, like, bit rate, like, quality did you watch this movie in? Like, like, 180p? Or, like, higher? 1080, I think 1080p, it was, bro. I don't 480. think this movie exists in 1080p. <laughs> All the fucking <laughs> It was a yeah. DVD rip, so 480. This movie got released on DVD. Oh, it did. Yeah, it's a it's a double feature. I oh, There's goodness. a petition going around to get it released on Blu-ray. Oh man. Okay, kickstart, sign it, that give it to me. That seems like a horrible waste. Started by the actor who plays Mace. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> so yeah so she gets sick and then they have to go save her or get yeah they give her the medicine and then they leave yeah well, well she gets worse she gets better and then worse and then they go oh we don't have any more medicine so then they have to go get more medicine right so they leave to find some leaves and then the space slug from empire strikes back attacks <laughs> mace from a, a tree hole yeah 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 mm-hmm and it's creepy. It's and sufficiently his creepy. Arm is not, yeah, his arm is not injured at no, all he's after fine. having this shit. He he it is, though. Yeah, he gets, like, he later on it shows it's all mangled. Well, that's a strong <laughs> but word. But then he's like, but then he's fine. Yeah, later. Mangled is a strong word. Yeah. I would say it's, like, lightly just, like, ruffled up. Like, Yeah. It's all, it looks weird. Yeah. So Sindel gets better when they get back, and uh, this is where... Wicket and her become friends. They're hanging out and talking, and this is where the Ewoks really start speaking English. <laughs> and she's teaching him about star cruisers and how yeah. they crash. Which me and my sister growing up, I mean, we watched this movie so much, and we would always be. We thought that was so funny. I don't <laughs> yeah. know why, but just like star, star cruiser crash. Yeah, yeah. I used to say that all the time. Oh yeah, I mean he. It's act- he uses it like a like a one liner at the end too, pretty much. Like it's a good use for a joke. <laughs> like like his like like spoilers when they kill the the Gorax. Like he's like Gorax crash pretty much. He's like he crashed <laughs> and it's awesome and everybody back. and everybody yeah everybody has a good time in the movie theater that they weren't in and then freeze frame the and but, credits yeah freeze frame and credits. Apparently, this was released in theaters in Europe. What? Which I can only imagine how disappointed that theater audience must have been. Like, oh, there's a new I, I, Star Wars movie? I bet they weren't disappointed, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. People seem to like this movie. Yeah, you yourself said you loved it as a kid. I, 
I loved it. I don't know why. <laughs> because we were dumb kids. <laughs> That's the only explanation I am. I actually thought that this scene was the only one of any kind of <laughs> substance <laughs> in the whole movie. No. Like it's actually no. showing some kind of interaction and some sort of development of the characters. No. You just wait until Brian gets to when they leave. Oh, Can yeah. we just go there, Brian? Yeah, okay, so... Because you get the whole crux of the movie this, in Mace's monologue. They oh, sleep God. again. Uh, There's another sleeping scene, and then Mace <laughs> wakes up, and even after all this, Mace is just like, I don't trust these walking hairbrushes. Get up. <laughs> we're going to take my blaster, and we're going to go find mom and dad. So they like sneak out, and then Cinder goes, oh, I'm tired. Let's build a fire. <laughs> so they sleep again. And so they're getting ready to sleep again, and... As they're building the fire with like a little Star Trek phaser, Mace has like a monologue about how he wishes he would have been a better kid. Yeah. Yeah. It gets really real really quick. Yeah. And he might as well just look at the camera. Yeah. Well, he says it. Because he's like, I just, I wish I would could be, I would be the best kid there ever was. Like, if only I'd listened to mom and dad, then they wouldn't have left. Do something about your fucking anger <laughs> issues. Yeah, maybe not, like, don't try to, like, assault every creature you come in contact with. He flips, he's, he flip-flops quite frequently in this yeah. movie. <laughs> but, yeah. Also, I don't know if uh, he should be using the people who didn't even look in the fucking Starfighter for their children. Yeah. Or Star Cruiser as, as like, well, Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. We don't know that. Like, maybe the kids left... And then came back because they knew where to get there. Like, let's not let's not lambast yeah. these space parents just. Well, yet. they so though they imply <laughs> that she was hiding well, there the whole time. <laughs> maybe they were going there, and then the giant came. Yeah, maybe. Perhaps. Anyway, this scene's great because he basically, yeah, he's like, just do what your parents say, kids, and then they won't get trapped, like, yeah. captured by a giant, and you won't be on your own. <laughs> it is true, though. <laughs> that. That feels like a George Lucas input to me, too, where George Lucas is like, well, uh, in fairy tales uh, in in Germany, they're a cautionary tale, and uh, we have to have a theme, which it's good. It's a fucking maniac. It's good to have a theme, but it's just very out of place in a movie that's just nonsense. (laughs) Yeah. So much nonsense. So... They wake up that night. Uh, oh, by the way, that whole thing is shot day for night, so it's obviously shot during the day with like heavy cast shadows from yeah. the trees. <laughs> but uh, this is where they hear the boar wolf is what that thing is called—a boar wolf. Hmm. Okay, approaching. It's so like they take off bear. running, and then there's actually a pretty convincing shot of the boar wolf chasing them and Mace like shooting his laser back at it. And then they uh, they hide in like a tree, and the uh, the wolf tries to get in. Mm-hmm. And then they go to sleep again. At which point, my son screams agony. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty scary. It felt very bad. Kind of reminds me. No, of, it's really. Scary. I told him too. I was like, just one more. It's okay. Just one more scary scene. If it's too much, I'll turn it off. And it just happened nice. to be that one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a bad father. <laughs> It's okay. In, in <laughs> making my kid watch the, the in twenty five years, he's gonna have a podcast of his own where he talks about his <laughs> terrifying memories of Caravan of Courage. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, at least we're at least we're imprinting. Mm-hmm. Properly. Pro- yeah, properly, <laughs> definitely properly. 
So they wake up in the morning and they hear the Ewoks fighting the boar wolf. And at first you think, are they going to do this whole thing off camera? Yeah. <laughs> and then it actually cuts to some pretty cool Harryhausen stop motion battle. And there's even for like a brief shot, there's like a stop motion Ewok. Yeah. When he jumps on top of him. Yeah. When he jumps on top of him, which is pretty fun. Yeah, which is the first, it's cool because all the things they do in this movie, they did in Return of the Jedi already. So the Ewoks only have about three combat tactics, and this is the first of the three, is uh, using a rope to swing on top of your enemy. Yep. It works. And then going inside of him, and then burrowing inside of him. Oh, it's continuity. (laughs) Uh, And then Wicked (laughs) shoots a poison dart out of like a flute. (laughs) Into into the beast <laughs> out of a dark gun, perhaps. I prefer a flute. I prefer a flute as well. <laughs> um, it's an Endorian flute. And at least on, I looked it up, and at least on Wikipedia, it says that this subdues the beast. Yeah, the, so by killing yeah, I don't him, think it's he's subdued dead. by killing. <laughs> yeah, by death. Yes, I prefer to think that. All he's in still favor alive. of that thing being fucking dead. Aye. Say aye. Uh, Nay. Yeah, he's dead, dude. He's absolutely he's dead, Jim. Dead. Uh, and this, this is kind of a crazy thing. So the boar wolf, they find like the boar wolf has like a a satchel, like a messenger bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which it, yeah, they it has the life monitor to the like Fitbit thing that um <laughs> <laughs> that the parents are wearing. It has Germit's life monitor in it. Which is like, okay, so I guess the boar wolf is like either friends with the Gorax or like the Gorax's pet. That's what they kind of imply later. They imply that right now by the Gorax having it or by the bear wolf. No, I mean, I mean, through like actual quote unquote dialogue. Uh, Maybe. Uh, I think there might be a narration after that goes. I don't know. Something about that. I think you're right. Um. It it still doesn't really check out. Yeah, but, but then it then they have to get the fellowship together to. Yeah, go. This is, yeah no kidding. There's a there's a lot of stuff from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes. oh, this this is Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, it's the same it thing. <laughs> but with Ewoks, which sounds awesome, but it's not. <laughs> um, yeah. So Deej, the oldest Ewok, says, "Well, we got to go see Logray, the village shaman." Which is confusing to me because I always thought Chief Chirpa was the shaman and Logre was that like blonde Ewok. Hmm. No, but I guess Chirpa was just a chief. But hmm. wasn't Logre I could have sworn that Logre looked different in Return of the Jedi. Maybe I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. So yeah, this is where Logre uses his uh what'd you call it? His dreidel, his like crystal dreidel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, space dreidel. Space dreidel, yeah. And uh, this gives him like a vision of the parents in a cage and the Gorax uh, keeping them captive, which is weird because the Gorax, what does the Gorax want to do with them? Eat them? It's probably just saving them. I, I have no, no idea. Like he chases, yeah. he chases them down and then just puts them in a cage. Yeah, he's, he's right. He's probably called the starship to come pick them up and he's just putting them in the cage <laughs> so they don't run off. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> it, it's but, it's really funny because he's eating like a, when you, when we meet the Gorax, Mr. Gorax, he's eating like a leg. very big bone. <laughs> like, 
So clearly he has much yeah. bigger game to hunt. Like, yeah, to it seems like... Also, there's nothing on the bone. Well, yeah, it's, well, he's it's just like it a clean. bone. <laughs> maybe, he's, maybe he's really hungry. Uh, yeah. It seems weird that he would keep them for like... Because, I mean, how many nighttime scenes are there in this movie? There's like... It's like a week from when he captures them <laughs> to when they rescue him. Yeah. So he's just like saving these two things that are, relatively speaking, a pretty small meal, considering that he probably eats like boar wolves most of the time. Yeah. Right. Um. So I don't know. Maybe he wants them to like put on a show. I, I don't know. It's very awkward. <laughs> it's a very large and gross go-go cage yeah exactly yeah he wants them to develop like a Cirque du Soleil routine in that cage <laughs> yeah maybe right it's that possible it's definitely possible I wouldn't put it past him um I mean when you're so close to the primeval forest you know you need to <laughs> find things to occupy your time yeah I think what I find so weird about this movie is right from the beginning keyword enchanted this is like they set up this is like magic in this movie like yeah, it's like the weird fairy things, and like it's all like it's like like more fantastical than regular Star Wars, and it's like yeah. it doesn't fit in in any the, way. Like pon- the pond mimic, yeah, yeah. The the yeah, pond so mimic. does this pond, raise like, the this raises the question: Is this magic that they're doing the Force? <laughs> like, do they have like do Ewoks have like are they like Force sensitive beings that have like super crazy force powers yeah because the the one dude has like a super over like a super like op staff that's just like game breaking like you can come it can possess <laughs> yeah. animals and it can yeah, like the... disintegrate rock like and princess <laughs> princess what's her name is that not what they call yeah. her yeah we'll get yeah. to her it's the female wizard yeah. who has a so, like, staff just what like the fuck do they need? like it's what do, they, what do they need any of the rest yeah. of them for yeah well, because Brawny, dude, Brawny's got to—he's got to be Brawny. Brawny, Chuck Rock. I prefer to call him Chuck Rock. Chuck Rock. More like uh, Chuck. More Rock. like Chuck Axe, though. Yeah, yeah, Chuck Axe. So basically, yeah, they get the fellowship, and then you get more. My favorite was Mace. More of his like flip flopping, because one second he's like super excited, and then he gets a rock and he's all upset. Yeah, and he throws yeah, the well, rock away. I- I have a list here of everything that the Fellowship gathers together, and Deej is given the White Wings of Hope, <laughs> Weechi is given the Red Wings of Courage, Wicket is given the Magic Stick. No, 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 no. The Magic Walking Stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but later they call it the Magic Stick, and it makes it's me magic think of the 50 stick. Cent song. <laughs> it's Remember a Magic Walking song? Stick. I got the Magic Stick. I know if I hit Fucking once, stop. I can hit no. twice. Yes, but stop, though. How about... <laughs> Get off of my lawn. Uh, Whittle is given the blue wings of strength. Sindel is given the candle of pure light. And Mace is given a rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, because there's two other way cooler things like left to distribute. Yeah, and that's and why he's so mad because he wants one of those. But the other two rock. things are a crystal and an ivory tooth that they have to bring along and find two more like worthy warriors to join their team. Which I don't know. I hate this. Okay, well, this is basically like a fetch quest, right? I mean, <laughs> it's <right>. like <laughs> it's something that I hate in video games, and then every now and then it creeps up in a movie when they really need to pad out a movie. Like, I love the movie Coraline, but it's basically, like, the middle of that movie is, like, a fetch quest. Like, you must find the three magic rocks. 
It's not. A, it's more of like it's assembling the yeah, team. Yeah, they already have it. Of like a heist movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you got to get your crew. <laughs> it's like it's like Destiny though. They knew they were going to run into them. Someone knew they were going to run. Into I them. guess. Yeah, because the tooth like fits in his necklace. Yeah. But then they have to. Yeah. So so like Logre is just holding these things hostage, and or is like bargaining chips for when he needs favors Maybe. from somebody. Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, the second the second person though is the fairy, right? Like they don't meet another. No. What? Yeah, no, there's just two people. The first person it's, they it's meet Bronny. is Chuck Rock. So they, so they go to meet Bronny, the 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 um the axe wielding yeah, yeah, yeah. giant Ewok, who they refer to as a woodsman, which uh-huh. really like just dis, like disoriented me because what are the rest of the Ewoks <laughs> then? They're well, they show him chopping down yeah. a tree, huge so fucking that tree. Checks out. He's doing <laughs> as fine. somebody, by the way. <laughs> As somebody who is a trained sawyer, <laughs> and I have cut down a redwood tree before, there's no fucking way you could cut down a redwood tree with like a rock attached to a stick. It's like, magic. That would take if you're brawny, you can twenty years. Yeah. He also have you met have you met an Ewok, yeah. Brian? I didn't think so. Yes. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> well, that's convincing. He also, what's great is he gives. Zero to negative shits that he almost kills the entire crew by <laughs> yeah. dropping a tree on them. Yeah, seriously. Like, he almost hits them, and they're like, hey, dude, what's up? What the heck? And he's like, huh? And he starts to walk away. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, they ask him to be in their little troop, their little band of misfits. And at first, he's like, nah, fuck you. I've got trees to chop down. And uh, then Mace steps in and is like, nah, this guy's not worthy. We're not taking this guy with us because Mace is like bipolar or something. Oh, very. And then yeah. Mace takes an axe and throws it into a tree and is like, I'm awesome. We're not taking this guy with us. Yeah. And then Chuck Rock <laughs> doesn't like he takes his axe and throws it. And you think like it's going to be like, you know, Robin Hood. Yeah. His axe is going to like split the other axe in half, but it doesn't. It just. Do, he just does the same thing. Yeah. He just throws an axe into a tree, and Mace is like, Holy "No, no, shit. he hits the handle. No, it hits the handle. Yeah, what, no, 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 it's it just doesn't. next to it. No, it's just next. Yes, to it's it. just no, next no. to it. No, you guys are no. making that up. No, you are making no, that no, up. No, absolutely. I not. literally just no, watched it. Consult okay. the tape, dude. Uh, Mace, fucking, he Pause. hits like a weird like leaf on the tree. Like he hits something, and then uh-huh. fucking Big Mo hits. He like, throws the axe, and all it does is land right next to it and nope. yeah, like, it's just next to it it's uh-uh. the handle no it's in the handle no, it's not <laughs> handle. oh my god i'm gonna pull up the fucking video right we're gonna now. stop we need to do stop. it do it right now oh my goodness Uh, you know what? I'm watching it again, and now I think I'm I'm siding with. I I think it is in the handle. Yeah, it definitely is. But it really is, but okay. It look like it. They should have they <laughs> should have chosen any other angle. Yeah, because it's yeah. You're right. It's it's three brown things in a brown background, <laughs> and you really can't tell. Or just had, I had any it, kind of. And I thought it was just next to it. And I'm like, <laughs> why too. is he impressed by that? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying they could have shown any other kind of response in the thing that he fucking yeah, hit exactly. with it. Like it, it sure broke or something. Like in Robin Hood, just like it's in Robin so Hood. it's so static. Yeah, 
Yeah, but then immediately Mace is like, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah I'm turning this leaf. guy along. <laughs> yeah, and all calmly is like, we need you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, Mace. <laughs> Please help us find our parents. I'm so glad that we're three quarters of the way through this movie already. <laughs> yeah, we we need to... <laughs> Let's so then the, they move on to uh, the second part of their fetch quest where they find... Not a fetch quest. Kink. Kink. Kank. Say that again? We, we were watching and we thought that her name was Hank. Taint. I thought it was no. Hank. Yeah, yeah, Hank, but her name is Kank. Kank. Uh, Kank the priest. I'll be honest, I didn't rightly care about any of the names in this fucking yeah, movie. I well, you should have. Well, yeah, awesome. you should have. In my notes, I wrote Hank and Brawny were yeah. the two <laughs> Ewoks. <laughs> Yeah, so they give... There's bitch kids, stupid girl, fucking priestess, low-gray. I guess I, I care about low-gray. So okay. they give Kank the crystal totem, <laughs> and Kank is like, I'm not going to join you unless you pass this test, which is very weird to me. But she hands the crystal... She hands Mace the crystal, and it turns into a lizard, and Mace is like, fuck this, I'm leaving. And Sindel picks up the lizard, and the lizard turns into a mouse, and Kank's like, all right, let's go. Yeah, it, yeah. What a, what a, like. <laughs> you pass Oh, this the thing test. turned into a fucking lizard. Fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. Well, he just gets frustrated as he does about everything. And then, yeah. And then Sindel literally just picks it back up. Do we have, do we know how old Mace is supposed to be? I'm going to say, no. Like 11. Yeah, that seems about yeah. right. Because the stunt double is certainly like my age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did that scene offend you, Aaron, as a lizard enthusiast? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absol- absolutely. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't know how to go. Lizards are people too, okay? Not just mice. That's true. They continue in their quest, uh, and they reach a lake where Mace, I guess, I don't know if there's like a siren song thing going on, but Mace is like super just attracted to this little pond. He's probably yeah, just attracted to he's himself. Just like, he's just sitting there, and he <laughs> yeah. like wants to poke it, because like, yeah. fucking that's normal. It's all shimmery, so he pokes it, and this is the part that scared me when I was a kid, was him, Mace... Like, he pokes it and he gets transported into the lake and he can't get out from underneath it. Like, it's like glass on the top. And while they're trying to get him out, he can, like, just hold his breath forever. Straight out of Lord of the Rings. Yep. Yeah, so they try a bunch of stuff to get him out and nothing works. And then they take Mitch Wicket's magic stick and uh, stick that in the water, and that seems to be the thing that they can grab onto, and he transports out of the magic evil pond. Why is the pond I'm evil? I'm looking because using... it's a mimic. I guess. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I wrote. Am, I'm very much looking forward to using that trap in my game. <laughs> but is yeah, it a force I... pond? <laughs> I don't know. I wrote in my notes that like this, the movie starts as California, and it's so clearly Australia after because like everything is giant, oversized, and kills you. <laughs> like the lake kills you, 
There's giant spiders that can kill you. There's giant rats that can kill you. There's like furry things in a tree that can kill you. Like everything can kill you. Yeah. And they're leaving that Australia. (laughs) So once they leave the lake, this is where we get to my favorite shot in the film, which I've made a gif of. I'll I'll post it again when um, this episode comes out. But yeah. Wicked is like playing on on a branch and he scares the horse that Sindel is on. Well, she's in like a little little house that's on the horse. A, a weird it's fucking really weird. It's like a palanquin thing that they built. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh <laughs> then you have like Super Chuck Rock the cowboy. He runs and jumps onto another horse <laughs> and goes to chase down the horse that's out of control. And then there's a shot of what is obviously a full-size stuntman in an yeah. Ewok costume riding a horse. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> the, yeah, this this scene serves next to no purpose. I I was so upset after watching it. Well, like I get that they're trying to show that that fucking Chuck Rocker or whatever the hell his <laughs> name is, um, like is showing some sort of fealty to the rest of the party, uh-huh. but fucking they could have. Oh, it was so unnecessary. Well, originally, especially after having watched so many scenes that d- don't f- that they didn't need in the movie up to this point already. Well, this was pitched. It made, me, it made me very angry. This was pitched and developed as like an hour long TV special. And the condition of doing the movie was that ABC wanted to do it as their their like Saturday night movie. So it had to hit a certain minute mark. So it had to be two hours on television, which was at the time like an hour and 26 minutes or something like that. It is so long. And it's so that's why they had to like they had, you know, a a script and an outline that was shorter and they just like padded it out with nonsense. Yeah, it's them farting around for a really long time. (laughs) Yeah. So then they camp again. There's, you know, in bed again. And this is where they get visited by the Wisties. Yeah. Yeah. Space fairies. So they get all these like crazy fairies descend upon their camp and it's like a crazy Ewok acid trip. And then Sindel puts this part's very confusing, but at least this is what it says on Wikipedia. Sindel sets her candle on the ground and the Wisties gather around it. They all fly down into the flame of the candle, which transforms into Queen Isrina. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Well, okay. <laughs> it does, I guess. Because there was also I wrote down like later on, Mace totally knows her name. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Oh, Isarina, like helped us. Yeah. Thanks. Like Yeah, but what? The, the candle's still there, right? It is. Mm-hmm. I thought that she was just like left behind or whatever. He even she says to be left behind. <laughs> he even says, like, oh, there's this one was left behind. Yeah. But she's the queen. So fuck whoever wrote this goddamn Wikipedia hey, article. Don't. Because they're worse than us. Don't besmirch the, the people, the wonderful people who write Wikipedia articles. Because without them, <laughs> this podcast doesn't exist. <laughs> no, without them, we would be talking about other things. <laughs> Important things. Not fucking lamproids and Davin Felt. What a- so. Once again, the group continues their quest and camps again. 
Sindel complains about being hungry, and they pull out some food and try to feed some fucking elven. Yeah, bread. they try to feed the elven bread to to Queen Izrina, and then she just like does a crazy dance for like ten fucking minutes, and they're just so Another delighted. Unnecessary scene. Yeah, so delighted. Like we just had a scene of a bunch of wispies dancing, and this is like one wispy dancing, and this is where we find out that she eats giggles yes mm-hmm. or she must obviously well yeah obviously she does so they reach the forbidden fortress of the gorax <laughs> fucking finally after crossing the desert after crossing the desert and the like acid pools right <laughs> <laughs> is what i think the narrator like burl ives just chimes in and goes they go through the field of acid pools and i'm like why that's more interesting than the fairies yeah <laughs> uh which by the way i kept forgetting that there was like a narrator like it's oddly spaced so he only yeah. comes in like three or four yeah. times and he talks like at one point i think during the the uh scene with the shaman like mace asks a question and like the narrator answers which is <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome <laughs> it's very uh it's very narrative uh, narration heavy at the beginning, and then it's just really sparse the rest of the time. Yeah, that was another thing where I guess originally there was no narrator, and then the first twenty minutes oh, of the God. movie was just like grunt- just, grunting, just like, <laughs> "Gunda, Gunda," you know. And so they hired Burl Ives to come in and try to make sense of it. That's I can't imagine having to watch this without a narrator. Oh well, if you want something that's just like that, watch the Star Wars Holiday Special, <laughs> where the opening is just Wookiees growling for twenty minutes. Okay. Yeah, it definitely seemed like when I was watching it, I was like, oh yeah, they probably didn't intend for there to be a narrator. So they get to the entrance of the Gorax Lair, and they're like, I don't know how to get into this place. It's just a huge cliff, and this is where they go. Hey. Mace, break out that magic rock that they gave you. And he's like, oh, but I threw the rock away. And then Wicket goes, I picked up your rock. And then Mace goes, mm -hmm. I don't want this stupid fucking rock. Yep. It's so great. He's (laughs) he's so like sad that he lost it. And then he's like, oh, guess what? No, you didn't lose it. And he's pissed immediately again. So impetuous. And then delighted when he shakes the rock and realizes that there's something inside. Because he didn't notice it previously. So he yeah. throws the rock on the ground, and inside the rock, there's another rock. <laughs> <laughs> Put this I mean, one in the shape of an you arrow. Could say that. It's a little oversimplifying, but... It's an arrowhead, but it's basically a rock inside of a rock. Yeah. I know. He's like, what is this? Yeah. But then it's it turns magic. out the arrowhead is alive, and it <laughs> like wiggles underneath <laughs> a boulder. That's the That's the conclusion you you came to was that it was a lie. Well, yeah, but it, it finds, <laughs> I guess it finds, I don't know. It, I don't understand. It literally like, it like finds the weak point in yeah. the rocks because it doesn't yeah. help them really get in. No, not at all. It oh. just is, it's just is like, Oh, <laughs> here, look at, this is a rock that maybe you could blow up with your little bit of blaster. Yeah. That you have left. Yeah. So he busts out he his blaster and uses it on a rock in a way that, no other blaster works in Star Wars. Yeah, maybe they, maybe like, they do. Maybe maybe you know we don't know that. Maybe if you just hold down the trigger, 
<laughs> Hold down X. It's, 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 it's more like a Star Trek phaser. Yeah. Yeah. And then it blows up the rock and they get in. Hooray. Yeah. That that rock that, yeah, that rock just straight explodes somehow. It's, it's wild. Well, it's great because he also Mace is like, I just give me a little bit left. Like I hope you just have a little bit of energy left. And it like explodes that rock. <laughs> yeah. Well he yeah, says that yeah. like ten times in the movie, like, I don't have any energy left in this blaster. <laughs> But he keeps fucking using it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what purpose that's supposed to serve. I mean, I would think that it's supposed to be like, oh well, he has this blaster, but he can't just solve all his problems with the blaster. You know, they're trying to like depower him, so it's a little more yeah. exciting. But then, whenever he needs it, he just uses it. So it. Yeah. Like adds a little bit of tension at the end of the movie, but at that point, you already know that they're going to win. Yeah, well, I mean, you would assume so. <laughs> what kind of monster would just, like, kill the family <laughs> in a kid's movie? <laughs> we'll find out later. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm really excited to do the second one, because that one is oh, I'm very excited. amazing. Very, very excited. Uh, I don't know if I've seen Battle for oh, Endor, so. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Like, this one I have I have memories of, but uh, we'll see. The sequel is, is memories of the other one. worth the price of admission. All I got to do is turn the disc over. <laughs> Lucky you. By the way, yeah. you should just sell that because this DVD sells for like $100 on Amazon because it's out of print. Are you fucking serious? Uh, the double, the, the one that I have, the yeah, double feature? It was only released once on DVD <laughs> and that was it. They made it for like a yeah, month. Basically. <laughs> it's super rare now. Hell yeah. Um. So they go inside and Deej insists... That the youngest members, yeah, Wicket, Whittle, and Sindel stay by the entrance where they go while they go and find the Gorax. Or Gorax? Gorak? Gorax. Gorax. Mm-hmm. Gorax. Like Borax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Borat. Just like mm-hmm. Borat. Like, yeah. Uh, my brain. Thank you for no, no one for doing a Borat Thank impression. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) We're going against the grain here, guys. Uh, Oh, boy. Okay, so (laughs) they go in and they... (laughs) (laughs) Pull together, Brian. (laughs) Okay. Uh, They eventually encounter a giant spider web. (laughs) Yep. And... uh, to which, of course, Mace says, come on, guys, we'll go to- across this spider web. It's just like climbing a ladder sideways. <laughs> yeah, he does. That's which my is, favorite line. A, it doesn't make any sense because the defining characteristic of climbing a ladder <laughs> is going up and down. <laughs> yeah. There is no just like climbing a ladder sideways. Only sideways. <laughs> it's, it's fine. And also, do Ewoks have ladders? And do they speak English? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, it gets to the they point where ladders. the Ewoks do just straight up understand what they're saying. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, at the beginning, yeah, Mace is one. just like yelling and screaming, like, yeah. food, eat, yeah. uh, <laughs> food, eat. And then by the end, he's like <laughs> talking about <laughs> economics and like complex po- political <laughs> situations. And they're like, yes, yeah. I see. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so they're climbing the sideways ladder <laughs> web. And 
This is where they get attacked by like the crappiest looking paper mache spiders. Oh, they look. So cool. I was gonna say some fucking second graders paper mache project. <laughs> yeah, that they're like dangling on a string. It's and, clear their budget uh, went into Gorak and the Rous in the beginning because they had none left for that spider. Yeah, yeah, the spider was like one of the things that they did. They like they couldn't repurpose something from Star Wars, and they actually had to make like brand new. <laughs> yeah. The thing looks fucking terrible. Yeah. It, There's no moving parts on it. Yeah. Well, the legs kind of like they move, but they move just like they in move one direction. Like. Because of because of fucking gravity, <laughs> not not because they made a move like. I mean, the, the it has mouth like moves kind of like. Yeah, it has like a gooey mouth that has like it's like wiggling around. <laughs> Anyway, well, then you get the OP, the OP staff comes yeah. out. Yeah, well, first you get one yeah. regular spider. <laughs> plus 20. It's a plus 20 You're fucking Wanda Fireballs yeah. or whatever. Yeah, one, yeah, one they, they kill with, like, a knife, yeah, like and then tiny. the second one comes that's bigger. Yeah. Like, so two Halloween dangly No, spiders. no, no. The first... That's the, that's, I think it's the other way around, yeah. isn't it? No, no, they, no. They, uh, hypnotize, no, they hypnotize one and then Wicket and the other one have like a stare down. No, no, no. For no. like 30 like, seconds. Th- there's a tiny one that comes out first and they just, there's they a tiny one first. And then the big one comes <laughs> and it falls, but then it comes back later. Like after they possess it. Cause it, like it comes. Right. Well, him and Wicket like stare at each other forever. Yeah. yeah. And then. And then it like terrifyingly like attacks Wicket, jumps on top of yeah. it. That's, that's, that's after it, it comes it back. It does it, it. It's got this. It's got this like stare down thing going on. And it's like trying to juke him out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you meet someone in a hallway so and like you go left and they go left and then so then you go right and then they go yeah. right and then yeah, like they're fucking playing pickup back in basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Wicket just stabs the shit out of it, yeah. and kills it. He stabs it a lot. So terrible. Yeah, so they get across the spider webs, and then Chuck Rock uses axe to like cut all the spider webs, which seems like yeah, let's let's make it impossible to get back. Like the only way mm-hmm. that we know how to get in. But Absolutely. whatever. I mean, I guess they yeah. need to because if the spider web was there, then there'd be nothing for the Gorax to fall into. Yeah. Also, having no concept of. <laughs> how spiders move or climb or anything because it doesn't need a fucking web. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, and then they meet they meet the Gorak, right? Yeah, they go the up Gorak. these like giant stairs to the to Gorat's kitchen. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's in the new Star Wars land. That's Gorat. where you go eat. Gorat's, Gorat's yeah. kitchen. They're repurposing fucking Pizza Gorat. Planet. Yeah. Speaking oh my of, God, I would pay all the money to eat there. Speaking of like of like of like my wife oh. jokes, like I was wondering, like how does like do you think there are <laughs> other Goraxes? Like, how does that creature exist? Like, he had been born from another one. Is he a mutant? How, like. Immaculate conception, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe he, maybe he, he was crash balanced to the Gorak previously, maybe in an even bigger starship. Yeah, like maybe this—it's all cyclical. So, like this happened already once, but with Gorak. Yeah, I like how this movie doesn't Whoa. like. Um, they're still stuck there forever. <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't resolve. Just anything. wait, family. Just yeah. wait for the sequel, oh, okay, you cool. guys. Come on, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, I didn't know seriously. it was a direct sequel. Oh, oh, it is direct. <laughs> it is a direct It picks sequel. up, like, literally, like, 
a minute after this one ends. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, we were going to watch episode seven tonight, but with, with it getting so late, maybe I should just watch Battle for Rome. You should. So. You really should. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, so this is my, another one of my favorite parts because it's uh, it's level two of the Ewok battle tactics, which is the art of distraction. Oh, yes. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. First, it was swinging on a thing and then distracting a thing. Yeah, they the Gorax is like in another room when they first get there. And then they all have to like run and hide, but one of them doesn't hide quick enough <laughs> under the rock, so he's like hiding behind Borat's the giant axe. axe. Yeah. So the Gorax gets up to look at his next meal, which is like Jeremit and Katarina are just hanging in that like cage still from the ceiling, mm-hmm. and Gorat's just kind of looking at him. And then Weiche accidentally knocks over the axe, and that's what attracts the Gorax's attention. Right, so they, and he runs out of the room, and it like chases after him like Mousetrap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and like so the movie Mousetrap. They use Chuck Rock and Mace use the fallen over giant axe as like a a seesaw to like catapult. Uh, they catapult. Um, mace up to the cage so he can like undo the cage and they throw a rope down yeah yeah i meant mouse hunt by the way sorry mouse hunt fans (laughs) mouse hunt heads the mouse hunters (laughs) the mouse hunters sorry mouse hunters uh but yeah my favorite part about that scene too is that like they mace goes up there and they see him and they're like oh thank god and then they do i don't even know what their plan why another ewok has to go up there yeah, I don't get that he, either. Because like Mace goes up there with the rope and they're like, oh, thank you. And then they lower the rope and then an Ewok climbs up. Yeah, the Chuck rope. Rock climbs up and Mace goes, up. this is my friend, Chuck Rock. And then like the dad's just, almost repulsed like immediately by the Ewok. Yeah. He's like, what's this thing? He's like, a glutton for adventure. Yeah, we're like, dude, we're saving you. Like, relax. <laughs> but yeah, and then they go up there, then they all go down. There was really no reason for, for Brawny to go up there. Well, they have to establish that Chuck Rock and Mace are like best buds now. Yeah. Because right. he's going to die soon. Yeah. <laughs> because they, they touched ass. They need to establish that they need to fucking fill up two hours of goddamn airtime. Yeah. Yeah. So. So this is where the Gorax. Shit, shit the makes Gorax, me so fucking angry. It's Gorak. <laughs> it's Gorax. No, it's Gorax. I prefer Borat. <laughs> so this is where Borat comes in. And he realizes what's going on. He's pissed. And um, they all start running out, except for Chuck Rock, who is, like, hacking at Gorat's feet. Dude, yeah, he goes to town. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) in a rage, uh, Gorat is just, like, hitting the walls. And rocks begin to, like, fall from the ceiling. And uh, one of them falls on Chuck Rock. Uh, no, 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 no. Not just one of them. <laughs> a bunch There's of like them. quite a yeah. few who fall on him, man. So many. Yeah, he, he yeah. gets very he, dead. He gets bludgeoned pretty, pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. I think this is, when, this, is, this is when Mace like, uh, opens up his pocket, right? And is like, get him, fairy. Yeah, uh, Isarina yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so it's like Chuck Rock and Isarina. Oh no, that's that's at the same time. It's like Chuck Rock and Isarina distracting him, and that's when he starts hitting the walls, and that's Chuck Rock gets crushed to death. 
Yep. Um, so before he dies, of course, Chuck Rock gives his axe to Mace in a touching yeah. scene, and Mace cries and goes, You can't go, you're my friend. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be okay. Yeah, because someone has to die. Yeah. Yeah. And then and we move into phase three of the Ewok battle plan. <laughs> yeah, they chase him, and of course, what do they do? They trip him. (laughs) (laughs) So he trips and he falls down the chasm. No, well, he almost does. Well, we think he does. And then it's like, surprise, suckers. No, dude, you're missing the... So he's... He falls oh, and he's hanging right. on the edge. Yeah. And then the, the shaman gets her like her plus ten wand <laughs> and and drops like the biggest, pointiest, yeah. like stalactite, like on his head. Yeah. Yeah, she like, <laughs> like somehow makes the stalactite fall from the ceiling. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It really, yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> He doesn't look nearly yeah. as phased by it as he should. really hasn't done anything wrong. What's that? Like, he doesn't look nearly as phased by it as he should be. Like, he kind of minor. Well, it should have impaled yeah, he him. should be dead by that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. That would be awesome if it just straight up impaled, <laughs> like, impaled him to, like, the top of his head, and you could see it, like, in his mouth or something. That would be cool. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Probably too violent for this Ewok movie. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> just a tiny bit. But yeah, then he falls. Then he falls. Then he falls. Then they're climbing out, and he reappears uh, and starts menacing like Sindel and Wicket and them. And on the of other course, side of the chasm. Yeah, on the other side. And this is where Mace uses Chuck Rock's axe, and he throws it into Chuck Rock's back and it makes him fall again. Which is weird. Back, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, the stalactite, that doesn't kill him, but this like tiny axe that's like the size of... Like me or you getting stung by a bee or something. <laughs> like that's too much. It was the final straw. Well, and they do make a point. Chasm again. They do make a point it's to like show. The perfect shot. Yeah, they make a point to show that whatever he's holding onto breaks. Yeah, yeah, that does break. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably fall so off. It was enough to. I'd like... probably fall off a cliff if I was stung by a bee. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, realistically speaking. Yeah. In fairness, yeah. 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 We just should be, we should all be, the moral of the story is be nicer to the Gorax. Yeah. Yeah, all he was doing was trying to, to hunt for his, you know, his, perhaps his meals. For maybe the for his week. wife. Yeah. And maybe he had him in a cage because he wanted to bring him back, but didn't have the time to, or perhaps it was too perilous for himself to bring them back. And then he just got fucking murdered. Poor Borat. Yeah. Uh. So once they... It's a tragedy. Are really. safely on the. They, I think they use like a little like string of the spider web to swing back, and uh, the family embraces and they're happy to be back together. And uh, he goes, "Well, let's go home. Izrina will guide us. Will <laughs> guide the way." And yep. then they just celebrate as two families. And Burl Ives says they all lived happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> it really, yeah. That's and that's the end. And then we're done. Finally. I didn't think I'd be and watching so, this yeah, movie the whole ever time... again. Huh? Yeah. Like, when you told me today that I needed to watch this movie, I like I that's like the the I, I would never expect that I would ever be watching this movie. Like <laughs> if you told me in twenty sixteen that I would be watching Caravan of Courage on a like 
an like a Apple laptop, like a <laughs> Google Drive. Like I I don't know, that's wild. That's wild. Welcome to twenty sixteen, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean it's definitely not at the bottom of uh the list of possibilities that I would have been doing this. <laughs> I probably, now that I've seen it as an adult and have a firm understanding of what it is, I can't see myself watching it again. Like, I don't (laughs) think there's going to be a time where I'm like, I just, I got to watch Caravan of Courage. Yeah. Which will be interesting because I have really fond memories of Battle for Endor. Like, and I know I've seen that more recently and I still enjoyed watching it. Um, definitely in a it's so shitty it's fun way, but at least with like Battle for Endor, there's like constantly stuff going on. Whereas yeah, this, movie... this is just like there's so much sleeping and nonsense. When we move and I get all this, all, uh, everything set up, I uh, it's gonna be hard for me to put this with the rest of my Star Wars stuff. <laughs> I might have to hide it. Yeah, and it, it sucks because this whole time I'm like, well, we got to start, like, you know, this is Star Wars candid fodder, folks. Like, we're talking about the history of Star Wars and how it relates to everything, and, like, nothing even happens to relate to anything. <laughs> and I now always get upset. It sounds weird coming from me, like, everything connects to everything. But, like... <laughs> Within the movie, it certainly it does. does. <laughs> Stupid, like, life meter and shit. <laughs> yeah, but, like, there's really, like, nothing happens in this movie. Well... The implications of the force you could go crazy with because I really don't understand where this magic shit comes from. <laughs> but, uh, but what was magic? What was the, the lake? The, little, the fucking staff? The fairy thing? The, the fairies? The st- oh yeah, the staff. I mean, the lake. Okay, that's true. It is very okay. It's pretty magical. Um, yeah. But this was, I guess, during the holocron days. This was designated as C canon. What does that mean? So it was oh, in the God. it was in the same uh, division of canon as like the expanded universe. So this counted as much as the Thrawn trilogy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> arguably more important. Arguably, arguably, more important. not arguably, factually more important. I suppose that that's gonna wrap us up. <laughs> uh, you guys can check back with us every other Wednesday. For brand new episodes, we would love to do the podcast more frequently, but it really depends on how well the show is received. If you enjoy the show, please help us out by writing a review on iTunes and telling your friends about the show. I've said it many times, but we're brand new. There's no celebrities on this show, so we're really relying on anybody who listens to it to spread the word. If you like the show, tell your friends. That's uh, how this show continues to live. We don't have any stupid advertisements for Squarespace, so let's keep the show <laughs> let's keep the show growing and keep it ad free. Uh, so yeah, tell your friends. You can email us if you feel like it. Tell us about your day. Podcast at StarWarsFodder.com. You can follow us on all the social medias: Facebook.com slash Star Wars Fodder at Star Wars Fodder on Twitter. Star Wars Fodder on Instagram, and of course, our website, StarWarsFodder.com, where you can see show notes, download the audio files directly, and comment on the episodes. I am your host, Brian West, at Brian West Art on Twitter. Uh, Miguel Silva, at Mig on Twitter. And I'm Aaron Sachs, at AM Sachs Music on the Twitters. Petey? Uh, I am... 
Slime Girls, uh, at Slime Girls on Twitter. That's the best way to reach me. Get real bad jokes every single day. Occasionally music. That's me. Right. Yeah, Brian, you said that we don't have any celebrities on, but we kind of do this week, Oh, we? shit. Yeah, man. You did play a concert with Hannibal Burris. Yeah, I certainly did. That was fun. That was ridiculous. This is, this is going to be a long, weird ending to this episode. Yeah, pretty much so. <laughs> All right, bye. Goodbye forever. Goodbye. Adios. Adios.